Tutai William, Vitam Sodechnia. Vitaichen Nasodagudnovum, Patsumovanu, Polski Vidimoschi Zemna, William Murphy. Welcome to the Herlowlandia News Summary. This week, an extraordinary, or maybe indeed more accurately, bizarre power struggle has rocked Porozomenia, one of the two smaller parties that are part of the Pravo East Prevedi Vosted government, with claims that the senior partner in that coalition may have a hand in the goings on. The Polish government has announced a further easing of the national quarantine, effective as of this Friday, with hotels and entertainment venues among those reopening, but with restaurants and gyms to remain closed for longer. The main news stories over the past week have included Yaroslav Govan faces open rebellion within Porozumenia, led by MEP Adam Bielan, with both claiming to be leader. Hotels and entertainment venues are allowed to reopen from February 12th in a further easing of COVID-19 restrictions. Poland and Russia engage in tit-for-tat expulsions of diplomats triggered by the Alexei Navalny affair. And the legendary Polish actor Krzysztof Kowalewski dies at the age of 83. The ruling Zednachona Prawica bloc has seen a large amount of political infighting between its three component parts since winning a second term in October 2019. But over the past week, there has been an almost comical outbreak of internal dissent within Porozumenia, a party that most people understood was led by Deputy Prime Minister Jarosław Govan. However, not everyone agrees, as MEP Adam Bielan, supported by at least some members of the party's parliamentary caucus, claimed that under the party's statutes, he's now the leader in his role as chair of the party's national convention. This, he says, is because Govan neglected to get himself formally re-elected leader at the last party congress, and even allowing for a permitted extension in such extraordinary circumstances as now, his term of office as leader has expired. The row surfaced in the public domain last Friday, when Bielan, one of the small centrist party's most prominent figures, especially in the aftermath of the recent departure of another former leading light, Jagwiga Emilevich, was suspended from the party by its presidium, along with MP Kamil Bortnichuk. Some commentators believe wider coalition politics may be playing a role in the current standoff, where a party with a minuscule support base has two prominent figures, both claiming to be its legitimate leader. They suspect that Pravo Isprevedivost may be using Bielan to stir up trouble for Govan. Bielan himself is regarded as being much closer politically to the senior coalition partner than Govan. Others believe Govan's move against Bielan may be a way for him to rid Porozumenia of its pro-peace wing. Speaking on Monday, Bielan said the conflict within the party had been smouldering since last October, and that last Thursday, the party's internal court, itself the subject of dispute as to how it's constituted, decided that Govan cannot be considered the president of the party. Bielan claimed that he's been in regular contact with Jarosław Kaczynski and other United Right leaders, and he's consistently stressed that there's no threat to the future of the government. Pravo is Prevedivost is however understood to be inclined to stick with Govan for the present, on the basis he appears to have greater support, and the votes of Porozumenia deputies are needed in the same to keep the government in office. 
Inform sources say that Govan has the backing of 12 of the party's 17 same members. Two support Bielin, and three are on the fence. Meanwhile, the main opposition party, Platforma Obavatelska, which recently marked the 20th anniversary of its foundation, in the aftermath of the defection to Polska 2050 of Ioanna Mucha, on Saturday had its long-promised political relaunch, presided over by leader Boris Budka and Warszawa mayor and former presidential candidate Rafał Trzaskowski. The team was once again opposition unity, dubbed Koalicja 276, Coalition 276, with the rather exacting goal of building a coalition with the support of 276 members of the same, the three-fifths majority needed to override a presidential veto. The obvious problem is that many of the other parties, which Platforma Obavitelska wants as part of a coalition led by itself, want no part of it. Last Friday, Prime Minister Mateusz Morawiecki announced a further easing of the restrictions on economic and social life in Poland as of February 12th. The new announcement came following an earlier relaxation involving the opening of shopping malls, museums and art galleries on Monday of last week. This time, hotels, outdoor sporting facilities such as ski slopes and entertainment venues including cinemas have been allowed to reopen. But restaurants and gyms will have to wait longer. Morawiecki said that the further relaxation was for a trial period of two weeks which would allow an evaluation of the impact on the number of COVID-19 cases. He said the situation remained too fragile to allow any more extensive relaxation. The former Polish president, Aleksander Fiaszniewski, 67, and his wife Jolanta, 66, are the latest high-profile figures confirmed to have contracted COVID-19. The director of his presidential office said that initially he'd been suffering from an increased temperature and a tiring cough, and tests conducted last Saturday confirmed both were COVID-19 positive. Their condition at home in Switzerland, where they went for Christmas to support his sister, whose husband had recently died, is reported to be stable. Last Friday, Russia announced the expulsion of diplomats from three countries, Poland, Germany and Sweden, for alleged activities incompatible with their diplomatic status. In this case, attendance at illegal rallies in Moscow against the detention of the leading opposition figure Alexei Navalny. One member of the Polish consular staff was ordered to leave the country. Given Poland's strong expressions of support for Navalny and the dire state of bilateral relations between the two countries in recent years, it was certainly no surprise that Poland was caught up in the action. The expulsions were announced while the Russian Foreign Minister, Sergei Lavrov, and the EU's High Representative for Foreign Affairs and Security Policy, Joseph Borrell, were holding a press conference in Moscow. The timing of the visit by the EU's top diplomat was already regarded by many as ill-judged in light of recent developments, especially the Navalny case and the expulsions must have caused Borrell considerable embarrassment. Some members of the European Parliament called for his resignation over the trip. Poland retaliated on Monday, announcing that it had decided, in accordance with the principle of reciprocity, to consider an employee of the Consulate General 
of the Russian Federation in Poznan as a persona non grata. Russia's ambassador to Poland had earlier been summoned to the Ministry of Foreign Affairs to receive a protest at the expulsion of the Polish diplomat, who Warszawa maintained had simply been performing her official duties. The Ministry said that the expulsion would contribute to the further deepening of the crisis in bilateral relations between our two countries. President Andrzej Duda hosted a two-day summit this week of the Heads of State of the Four-Nation Visegrad Regional Cooperation Grouping at his vacation home in Jurata on the Hel Peninsula on Poland's Baltic Sea coast, which commenced on Tuesday. The in-person meeting marked the 30th anniversary of the foundation of the bloc comprising Poland, the Czech Republic, Hungary and Slovakia. The talks focused on plans for economic recovery post-COVID-19, EU affairs and relations with the US, as well as other topics including energy cooperation. More new economic data has been published by the Główne Urgent Statistyczne, GUS, our Central Statistical Office. On Tuesday, it reported that average wages in Poland rose by 1.75% in real terms in 2020, compared to the prior year. The average gross monthly wage was 5,167 zlotych and 47 grosze, or around 1,217 euro. One of Poland's best-known and most popular actors, Krzysztof Kowalewski, died in Warszawa last Saturday at the age of 83. Kowalewski had been the recipient of many honours for his work, including the Knight's Cross of the Order of Polonia Restituta. He starred in over 120 films and television series, including the cult comedies Nie ma Ruzie bez Ognia, Mis and Brunet Vietchoron Poron, as well as radio and theatre plays. And finally, if we thought the weather in Ireland has been bad over the past week, we're not alone. Poland has been experiencing a deep freeze of its own, with forecasters predicting that often double-digit sub-zero temperatures at night will continue for at least another week. Monday saw particularly heavy snowfalls, including in Warszawa, disrupting public transport and slowing traffic on major arteries into the capital. Toshisko Natan Tijan